sad, but every now and then in the media we hear a story about people having a party on a deck and suddenly that deck collapses and, and there's mass injuries and sometimes fatalities. Uh, if things are working the way they're supposed to, they're meant to be able to take a load. They're meant to be able to stand up under a load. But if a structure is, is submit, uh, submitted to pressures that are unreasonable, um, structures can collapse. The book of Proverbs puts it this way. It says, if you are weak in a crisis, you are weak indeed. And the middle of a crisis is not the time that we want to discover weaknesses, but crisis will always show weaknesses that have been there all along as they're put under extra pressure. So today we're talking about relational stress. And relational stress, to some extent, is unavoidable. We're going to have stress in relationships. Um, And... Stress can actually bring people together. It doesn't have to to tear them apart if we manage it well. Uh, But as with structures and buildings, it's very important that we're working within the design specifications that God's given us for each other and for relating with each other. Um, If we don't relate in such a way uh, that we're going to be able to withstand relational stress, then what do you think is going to happen? Sadly, relationships can suffer damage. Sometimes they can fail completely. Um, I know I've been through a separation and it's very painful. So we don't have to go through that. We can structure our relationships and do our relationships in the way that uh, God teaches us to and they'll be able to sustain some levels of stress. So the Apostle Paul has got some great advice in, uh, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. He says that, The church is built up as relationships are built up. And he gives us a really amazing key. It's one of the great balancing acts of the Bible. He says that relationships are built up by speaking the truth in love. Have you ever stopped and thought about what a balancing act that is, to be able to speak the truth but do it in love? Sometimes we're better at one than the other. So the first thing for building strength in our relationships and helping them to go the distance is we have to be able to speak the truth about what's going on for us. Um, Being fake, representing ourselves in dishonest ways in relationships, that takes energy. It's a bit like holding a beach ball under the water. Uh, That takes energy and at some point it's going to splash up and we might not be in control of where it splashes up and um, sometimes reactions can happen. But in stressful times like we're in, some of us are in now, you don't have the margin for that. You don't have the margin to be able to be um, doing fake in relationships. We have to be able to speak the truth about what's really happening for us and for the relationship. But the second thing Paul's real clear about is that we need to be able to do that in love. And the proverb says, a calm answer turns away wrath. There's an old saying, isn't there, that uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it's an, and it's an old saying because it's true. So we need to be able to focus on make, first on making people feel loved and understood. James says it well in uh, chapter 1, verse 19 of James. He says, Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man, the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And so we need to understand, thirdly, that there is a wrong time to speak. Uh, in the, now, I remember in the 1970s growing up that uh, a, a lot of people used to drink drive. And they used to drink drive all the time. They'd go to parties, get drunk, 
drive their cars, think nothing of it. But these days we know there's some things that you shouldn't do under the influence of alcohol. Well, I believe the Bible teaches that there's some things we shouldn't do under the influence of anger. So under the influence of, of alcohol, people make bad decisions. People do rash things and they cause damage. Exactly the same with anger. And sometimes when we're feeling wrath, we need to think about, is this a good time to be communicating at all? Um, Paul quotes later in that, he's uh, in verse 26, he says, be angry and do not sin. It's a quote from Psalms where David says in Psalm chapter 4, verse 4, be angry but do not sin. Think about it overnight and remain silent. And so he gives us that permission to take the time we need to calm ourselves before we come back to conversations that are important. And Paul says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. But he's not saying we have to resolve everything by the time the sun goes down. Sometimes that's just plain unwise. What he is saying is that we don't have to go away and stew on it. We can be responsible for our own strong feelings. In fact, we don't need to have things fully resolved to stop being angry about them and to stop getting ourselves worked up. So I would suggest to you, never communicate under the influence of anger. That's, that's one of the ways that we protect our relationships from relational stress. Um, building relationships that can go the distance is going to take maturity. Uh, it, you, you can't change another person. You can't make them change. You can only be responsible for what's in your backyard, your own truth, your own words, your own strong feelings, your own wisdom and timing and your own margin. And so one last thought. Now is not the time to be overloading your life and relationships with too much stuff. We need to take a long-term view of what's important. Ask yourself, is this thing going to matter in five years, this thing that I'm getting busy with? Maybe it's that report that the boss is asking you for to have on his desk. Is that as important as what's currently going on and what the people you love need from you right now? Is sorting out the junk in the spare room today, is that going to matter in five years? No, I suggest now is a time to prioritise and invest in the relationships and the people who matter to you. And my prayer for you is that God will give you the wisdom, the discretion and the courage to build and invest in the long-term strength of of those relationships that matter to you and that matter to Him very much. God bless you.